0: This podcast is brought to you by Connect First Credit Union. Today we have a really special guest to talk about a really exciting industry actually with us. And an industry that a lot of Albertans, a lot of Calgarians, a lot of folks in communities across this province may not realize is actually a growing industry and it's actually become quite substantial. And in the last year or two in fact, we're hearing more and more about some great activity happening in the film and production industry. You know, which is maybe a surprising thing to a lot of people. And we have some of the best talent literally in the country and perhaps globally that reside right here and are doing incredible productions all the time that we're watching on television, we're watching in theaters, we're watching on the internet, we're watching all over the place, and we may not even realize that it's produced, it's often written, it's often conceptualized right here in this marketplace. This is an industry that employs lots of people They generate an incredible amount of economic activity. I know Calgary Economic Development, for example, has a whole department that is focused on making sure that uh, our part of the world is an attractive market for those investments to be made. So today we have an extraordinary guest. His name's John Kerr. He's an award-winning director, producer. He's also the owner of Crow's Nest Films and I'm going to proudly plug this uh, before we go too far, is actually also just recently produced our own set of TV commercials that are just being played out in the public as we speak. So, John, without further ado, welcome to What's Next Alberta, our show. Really glad to have you here. Glad to be here. Thank you for having me. So, John, we don't get to meet people who um, are probably as recognized as you are globally in many respects. You are an award-winning director-producer. How did you get there, here <laughs> in Alberta? <laughs> it's a little bit of a left turn at Albuquerque. Um, <laughs> Love it.
1: When I went to university initially, I did an undergrad degree in criminology. Uh, I went to Mount Royal College at the time, before it was Mount Royal University, that's how old I am, <laughs> and did a university transfer program to Simon Fraser in Vancouver. Okay. And after the two years at Mount Royal, there was... The first semester in Vancouver, I needed to take one course uh, in order to be formally admitted to the Faculty of Criminology and get into that program. Uh, it was a philosophy of law class. So for that first semester in Vancouver, I thought, well, you know, I'm going to do some things I'm interested in. So you know, I, I got a couple of part-time jobs doing like loss prevention and
0: security and stuff and uh, decided to take courses that I maybe otherwise wouldn't take. John, when you're looking back at the last 20 years, I mean, things have come a long way in Alberta. And perhaps a lot of our audience isn't aware of how significant the film and production industry has become here in Alberta. Do you want to talk a little bit about the industry itself? And you're well connected, you know who's who in the zoo here. What's it look like today?
1: It's on a big rebound right now is probably the best way to describe it. Over the years, it's been a lot of feast or famine. It's either very busy or there's nothing going on. You know, and in my 20 years in the industry or whatever, I've seen two or three cycles of, of growth and then retraction, I guess, would be the way to describe it. You know, in that time, I think when I started in the industry, there was maybe two or two and a half crews in Alberta as a crew base. You know, and I, I sort of, over the course of 10 or 12 years, watched that grow to about four, four and a half maybe, to a point where in about 2014, 2015, There were five movies shooting and I produced a a Hallmark movie with Nomadic Pictures and everybody told me there's no crew. We don't have the crew base to do this. There's nobody left. You guys should go to Vancouver or Winnipeg. And I said, no, we're good. There's six and a half crews in Alberta right now. I can attest to that because there's five shows shooting. There's one show rapping and I'm the sixth show and I'm crewed. So I wow. think that was a real high point and pinnacle for us. It would have been, I don't know, 2014, 2015, okay. somewhere in there. And then what happened is a thing that we call the surge in the industry. And that was the streamers, particularly Netflix, but others. There's a huge surge in production in centers like Vancouver, Atlanta, Toronto. Different cities around North America really exponentially increased their production capacity. And what happened was it drew a lot of people to those centers. So I think in a matter of, of two or three years, we had a real, not a setback, but just a, a diminished capacity here in Alberta where, you know, we were hit with a few things. There was a bit of a recession for whatever reason, productions weren't necessarily choosing to come here. You know, I'm not in a position to really speak about why that might be or, or what caused that. But in, in addition to that, some people retired and left the industry. And a whole bunch of other people ended up migrating to Vancouver. And if we were six or, or six and a half crews in, in 2014, 2015, by 2017, 2018, we were down to about four probably. Okay. Since then, I think we dipped a little below that. And now we're back up close to four again. Okay. And what's happening right now, though, is a surge that's happening here. I'm trying to remember the actual numbers and statistics. I'm probably not the guy to give you those accurately, but... You know, I think our volume of production was probably around 200 to 300 million in terms of scale and and size of our industry. Like that was the revenue up until last year. And last year was a bit of an anomaly, obviously, with COVID, where everything dropped off a cliff. But prior to that, 200 to 300 million was kind of where you'd find Alberta as an industry. To put that in perspective, the industry in British Columbia is over 3 billion. Right. Same with Ontario, it's over 3 billion. In the context of Canada, you have Ontario and BC as number one and number two on any given day with the motion picture industry. Then you have Quebec and traditionally you've had Alberta, but we were actually, you know, starting to be challenged by Manitoba the last few years, which has had a, a huge surge in production and capacity mm-hmm. themselves. Interesting. So anyway, prior to COVID, we had a, an almost record year, mainly on the back of Ghostbusters, the Ghostbusters oh, right. afterlife film. that forgot they did that here. Yes. That was right made on. here and should be coming out soon. And since then, you know, we had to dip with COVID and, and right now we're projecting to be up to 400 million as an industry wow. this year, 2021 in Alberta. It's a really good time for anybody who might want to get into the film industry to get in at the ground level. There's, there's a really great ability to transfer skills from oil and gas actually into the film industry. We need accountants. We need people to run heavy equipment. We need electricians. We need safety people. I think there's a real opportunity there for Alberta to transition some people and then some things into a, a new area.
0: And of course, a lot of big productions. We have a beautiful environment. There's a lot of good reasons here and small towns that look like the old west and yet we've got modern cities and we've got the mountains. There's so much good reason. Everything except an ocean. Yeah, everything except an ocean. There you go. And I've faked that a couple of times <laughs> and, and seen it done very well a couple of go. times too. There you go. Winnipeg doesn't have an ocean either, last I checked. <laughs> I grew up there. So, <laughs> But I'm curious about your experience when you think about uh, outside of big film. There's a lot of corporate entities headquartered here, a lot of big business in Alberta. And I know a lot of them may not be aware that there is this industry here, this capability here, and often are going to Toronto wherever to get productions done. What would you say to them? Well, I, I think
1: even beyond corporate storytelling and, and brand filmmaking, I would say to anyone, financial institutions, high net worth individuals, anybody who's in a position to participate in the motion picture and television industry, you know, whether it be through hiring you know, a local ad agency or production company to create a brand film or a commercial for your company or investing, you know, as an equity investor, even in, Mm. in a fund or project, there's a really incredible talent base and crew base here in Alberta. There's beautiful locations, but more than that, I think we as Albertans really need to hold ourselves and each other accountable and start telling our own stories yeah. and owning our own stories. And that's one of the things I think that, you know, I'm most proud of and very happy about with this work we just did for Connect First. You know, it took me back to being 12 years old and riding a BMX in <laughs> Crow's Nest Pass through <laughs> abandoned mine sites and things like that. We got to explore Medicine Hat and area and showcase a, a part of Alberta that doesn't always get, you know, the attention that it deserves with different media projects and to go into a community and, and really connect with the people that live there and look at things ourselves in in a fresh way, but I think also inspire them to maybe look at their surroundings a little bit differently than maybe they have.
0: So we were fortunate enough to have you produce our commercials. And so we've produced a few. And when this is going to be aired, those commercials will be on television all over this province. And uh, any stories that come to mind that you'd like to share with our audience about the production of our commercials? It's a really exciting project. You know, I I found the vision
1: and the core values and the leadership that Dennis Leonarduzzi and and Lori Kello brought to the project on the brand side for Connect First really assembled an all-star team, a dream team of best-in-class individuals and companies to do different aspects of the work and, and not just the TV and web commercials, which came to me and, and we created through my company, Crow's Nest Films, but also little pieces like the brand logo film that Studio Dialogue did and the live event production that Kelly Brothers did when you guys you know, launched the brand internally the other day. The people doing this podcast here at Ear Candy, the other post audio house that did the music and sound on the commercials, Six Degrees. It really is a, a who's who of Albertans that are leaders in their field. Right on. And connect first, showing the, the leadership and creating an environment where we can do our thing, which is make pretty pictures and tell stories is, is amazing. Like, I have not experienced that recently in my career, you know, where, where a brand has the fortitude and the vision to tell these stories the way they're being told but also to sort of get out of the way and, and let people do it and tell it and to really walk the talk. And I think you guys should be commended from the thank you top down for, you know, not just allowing that to happen, but cultivating an environment where that can happen.
0: Thank you, John. That's very kind of you to say, but we have world-class talent here. Like, why would you want this to be done anywhere else by anyone else when we live here? Well,
1: I can think of other brands and they shall remain nameless that they know who they are <laughs> if, if they're listening. And good Alberta brands that I hold in high esteem and really think a lot of, but there's definitely an environment for decades now where these Alberta brands rather than hiring an Alberta-based ad agency or an Alberta-based production company will go to Toronto or will go to New York or LA or even Vancouver and find and hire an agency partner who they deem as quote-unquote world-class, and and usually they are. They're very esteemed firms and, and have a great track record. But then what'll ultimately happen, at least on the TV and web side of things, is quite often that agency will then go out to production companies in that other market, usually Toronto. Those production companies will put forward directors from Toronto who try to tell Alberta stories. And sometimes they get it right. I think more often than not, they don't. You know, and when they select those people to tell those stories, ultimately those people end up coming back to Alberta producers, production managers, people like me to actually manage and run the project. We're working for the Toronto companies as our clients. And I've got some very good friends in Toronto that are also clients. Oh, for sure. You know, and I don't want to piss them off by, by saying this, but I do think there should be some sort of not duty or obligation. I think you always wanna work with the best in class and and the people that are gonna do the best job and tell the story, regardless of who they are or where they're from. But at the same time, if you're gonna tell Alberta stories, I think it's just kind of common sense to maybe consider working with an Alberta partner to do that.
0: And probably appreciate that we have world-class talent right here. So if you're thinking you're gonna get something better by going somewhere else, that isn't necessarily true. If it ever was, I don't know if it ever was, but it's certainly not true today. We've got some of the best talent in the world right here.
1: A friend of mine has a joke. He always says, if you have to world class, chances are you're
0: not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, nice, I like that. <laughs> and I, and I like really that. Like my, my friend Joel Stewart, that was his line. And so when we were doing our commercials together, tell us how we got to Medicine Hat. Why did we film our commercials in Medicine Hat?
1: Good question. You know, the initial genesis of the script came from Dennis Leonarduzzi, and he and I riffed back and forth quite a bit when I came on board the project, and we worked with some of the words and concepts that he had. At one point, I did something I've never done before. I created a mind map. I have some new app on my phone and my computer that I played with where I punched in a bunch of different brand values and things that Dennis and Lori had shared with me, and we all kind of reviewed that and went through it and went back and forth coming up with ideas for what would eventually be the commercials. And the next step in that process was to do a first draft of scripts, which we did, Dennis and I together. And then we brought in an agency partner. So that's what happened, you know, largely from concepts that he had initiated. I went back and I wrote scripts for three concepts. And the three concepts were here, which is the kids on BMX bikes, you know, the longest bike ride ever. (laughs) The other one is we are one. And the third one is probably the one that is more from the agency world and the agency experience. But I sort of rewrote a concept from Daughter that turned into Big Sky, which is now being called Stargazers. Love
0: Uh, the commercials.
1: So those are the spots. And as far as Medicine Hack goes, it's funny, like Dennis and I going back and forth, I always kept coming back to there's something about kids on bikes. And I was going back to my own youth and my own childhood and, and looking at some of the personas that were created for the marketing campaign right and thinking who do I know that could be this person or that person and right on it sort of started there and then through the location scouting process you know we looked at different places and one of the things I liked a lot about Medicine Hat is it's a smaller city there's a lot less light pollution for Mm. you know the starry Mm. nights and the things like that that we were looking for it's got some beautiful sunsets You know, I found the website of a local photographer who'd taken some beautiful photos all around Medicine Hat. Some of the places became locations for us. For the here spot in particular with the BMX kids, you know, I really wanted to explore the metaphor of Alberta changing and becoming new and and a place that's welcoming to everyone, whether we're from here or became here. And we all found our way here. Those words, those sound bites, those things started to resonate. And, you know, when I start looking at Medicine Hat and I see the Ranchman Motel and I see the large teepee that they have a few kilometers away, really those are iconic symbols of Alberta and our heritage. And yeah, it's a little kitschy, and a little cheesy, but it's also, I think, very relevant in, you know, what's going on culturally here in Alberta right now right and over the last few years. So playing with those symbols and, and that iconography, the challenge then became to try to turn it into cinema.
0: There's a story of the vacancy sign at the hotel. It was working. <laughs>
1: yeah, so I, you know, I told you about the photographer. So I saw some of his photos that are probably about seven or eight years old, and that inspired me to actually script the Ranchman Hotel into the scripts that we pitched and that got approved. And then on the first location scout, the location manager, Laszlo Yurik and I find ourselves at the Ranchman Motel, and their sign doesn't work. <laughs> right on, yeah. You know, and it's like, uh-oh, right? You know, our art director, Les Fraser, joined us and, and he said, so what are we going to do? This thing doesn't work. And I'm like, well, I kind of pitched it, so I think we got to fix it. <laughs> we got to make it work. It's in the script. So anyway, he reached out and found a local electrician and sign maintenance company slash guy, <laughs> <laughs> a guy named Colin, who was really interesting, actually. He showed up within a half hour of us giving him a call on a Saturday afternoon, right? You know, he kind of laughed when he showed up at the motel. He said, I've quoted on, on repairing this sign like 12 times over the last 20 years, right? Like whenever somebody new comes and buys the, the they motel, want, yeah. they look into fixing the sign and then they see the cost and yeah. they back away and they don't do it. So he gave us, you know, the number, <laughs> <laughs> which was the same number that everybody else has had over the years. Except we did it. But yeah, Connect First uh, very graciously and generously stepped up to the plate and, covered the costs of repairing the sign which is a really beautiful legacy move i think you know it is a landmark in the city of medicine hat and for that sign to now be repaired and and working i think is a great story it's a great way to connect with the community and to leave a legacy of, of the work we did there
0: that's lovely john thank you and thank you for lighting the way not <laughs> to steal from our own brand uh, kind of expressions but literally lighting the way I think the next time I go over budget, I'm going to call it lighting the way. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) John, you know, one of the purposes of our show here is we we want to inspire Albertans for the next decade. You know, we're going through economic transition and it's uncomfortable. It's sometimes scary. And there's a lot of people at home right now who are imagining their future career in film, potentially. What's your advice to the future filmmakers, the future people wanting to work in production in this province? Go to law school? (laughs) Go to, <laughs> become an accountant? <laughs> <laughs> Do an MBA? Uh, no,
1: I'm, I'm kidding. I, yeah. I think film as a medium is, is a beautiful way for humanity to express itself, to tell stories, to connect people of all different races and cultures and ethnicities and languages. Yeah, right on. Cinema transcends. There's a universality with that art form that I think has never before been seen in the the history of mankind. You know, I think if someone wants to be a filmmaker, to have cinema as their medium of expression, I highly encourage them to go and study as many films and filmmakers as they can, to make films first and foremost. You know, you don't need permission to make a film. It's easier than ever to make your own films. You know, you can make them on your phone. You can edit them, deliver them, everything. So I really encourage people to explore that and to do that and to go to a good film school where they can learn that and practice that and come out and be filmmakers if they want to be filmmakers. On the other side of that ledger, there's film workers. There's crews of 70, 90, 120, 200, sometimes 500 people making some of these really big blockbuster movies and series You know, I don't want to say that you're just a cog in the wheel if you're working on those kinds of things, because you're not. You're more than that. You're a well-paid, well-respected, much-needed cog in the wheel. But it is a different thing. Like, you're not out there creating in your voice and amplifying it. You're working. It's more of a job. It's that kind of a career. So I would differentiate between the two things, being a filmmaker and being a film worker. And there's nothing... To say that you can't be both or be one or the other at any given time i'm probably a good example i think there's probably even better examples here in alberta of people that have started out working on set after having gone to film school that are now really coming into their own and working as writers directors producers and finding their own voice and telling our stories
0: right on So one of the questions we ask every guest is advice for us. We're trying to reimagine what a credit union needs to look like to help Alberta through this next decade reimagine and reinvent what a credit union needs to be to really connect with people in the future. What advice do you have for us to create that credit union for the future?
1: I love the credit union vibe. I always have. I grew up in a coal mining town and, you know, there was a credit union. And a lot of people, that's where they did all of their, we would call it banking, but I guess yep. it's not quite banking. It's oh. credit unioning.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, we like to think
0: it's better than banking. But, but, but financial yeah. services, right? <laughs> yes, totally.
1: Yeah. A lot of people in, in my hometown swore by it. And I think the various credit unions that have now amalgamated under your banner, each one of them has a rich history as a part of Alberta going back to, I don't know, the, the 1930s? 30, 30s? for sure. Perhaps
0: yeah. even before, yeah.
1: Yeah. So I think it really is an organic thing that came from a grassroots level as a part of the community. And I think keeping that in mind as you go forward and as you grow and as you prosper to remember those roots and honor those and go back to that, I think for inspiration and to be a bit of a beacon and and a guiding light going forward. I I think that would be my advice to connect first is to honor where you came from. Right on. And remember that. The other thing is, I think there's probably a good opportunity for you if you're interested on the business side to get involved with the film industry. You know, most of the bigger projects, even smaller projects, the financing deals that happen to make even a small series or a short film sometimes, or a documentary film, or a bigger movie or a bigger TV series. There's lots of equity-based deals, but there's also you know, a lot of these things are financed through tax credits. In our case, tax credits that are provided by the Alberta government and by the federal government. And those are very financeable for producers. So, right on. you know, if Connect First wanted to get involved in that space, I think there's a really big opportunity potentially.
0: John, I appreciate your feedback. Um, any final messages you would like our audience to have from you? I think we
1: live in a world today where, it, for whatever reasons, it, it's becoming harder and harder to be kind and to practice kindness, compassion, and empathy. Yeah, I'm not preaching. I've, I certainly have a lot of work to do on those fronts myself, but I just would like to see people being a little easier on themselves and and on each other.
0: Thank you, John. I've loved this conversation. I love your stories. We're very lucky to have someone of your talent here in our province. Quite frankly, putting us on the map in the film and production industry and Just want to thank you for all you do.
1: Well, thank you. It's nice to be seen and be heard and to have a good conversation. Right on. Thank you, John.
0: Next steps. So I have to tell you, that was a really fun conversation for me. I love the arts. I've been into music a long time. I love film. And to actually get to have a conversation with someone of the talent and caliber of John Kerr is pretty exceptional in my humble opinion and to recognize that that talent is right here that capability is right here and some of the amazing work that he was talking about that's being done right here i think is underrecognized too often by albertans at large by people who live in our communities who think somehow it's going to be better if it's done somewhere else i don't believe that's true and you know i think there's a big parallel in the world of banking where sometimes we think If I'm going to have it done well, or I'm just going to deal with a big bank because somehow they're going to have more, that's not so true anymore. Credit unions like Connect First have made big investments in our technology. In fact, we have made massive investments in our technology. You're not really giving up anything on that end. And we have the expertise and capability of any financial institution. In fact, Connect First is the largest full-service financial institution headquartered in Calgary or southern Alberta and we're only getting bigger and more capable to support our members in every way. So these trade-offs that people sometimes imagine they're making, it's not as true as it used to be. In fact, I don't believe it's true at all. In fact, there's so much to gain when you're thinking about working with people who understand the communities you're living in, understand your challenges in this economic environment, in this world we call home here in Alberta. Another thing that John said that really resonated with me is, and you know, we all have a duty, or an obligation to pick the best, best people, the best talent, the best whatever. And sometimes we just make assumptions that best talent is going to be elsewhere. When it comes to the film and production industry, that best is often right here. And what's funny, and I loved his story when he was describing how so many organizations right here in Alberta sometimes go to an agency somewhere else, and then the work ends up being done here by local folks anyways. Sometimes it's just way more efficient to start right here at home. Another parallel, I think, in financial services, particularly when we start thinking about like a lot of the larger corporate and business members that deal with us right now at Connect First, they know they're not giving up anything by just starting here at home. And often we're being brought into partnerships by national or whatever organizations to support them because we're here anyway. There's so many parallels between film production and banking, who knew? If you liked what you heard today, share it with your network, your friends, be sure to subscribe, thank you for listening, and uh, we're gonna see you next time on What's Next, Alberta.